Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Now, from Happy Valley, here's your host, Brian Tripp. Welcome into another episode of Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Brian Tripp, pleased to be with you once again and joined this time by Assistant Athletic Director for Applied Health and Performance Science, Josh Nelson, who joined the Penn State staff in September 2019. So not even a full year under your belt yet, Josh, but it's great to see you. And I know you've done a podcast before with Mitch, so hopefully we can uh, replicate the success of that one. Yeah, definitely, Brian. Thanks for having me on today. It's great to be here. The one thing that I I like to have all our guests do, because sometimes you get into these titles, and those of us who are around intercollegiate athletics all the time, we know what those titles mean, but the fans may not. So can you just explain to fans, in your perspective, what exactly you do? Yeah, definitely. So our, our department is called Applied Health and performance science and it's a very multidisciplinary field um you know um my uh, assistant john flurry he basically runs all the day-to-day he's basically the driver of the program both he and i have a multidisciplinary background do a lot of different things with athlete education uh testing whether it's uh long term at the beginning of a semester or over the course of a season on a day-to-day monitoring perspective but basically what we're trying to do is study the game We try to study the game and then find the best way to approach training athletes, recovering athletes, and just finding best practices, whether it's from the research, uh, whether it's from talking to other high-level organizations and institutions, and then bring everything back to what we're doing in the preparation of our athletes. But, you know, you break it down, applied health, that's the education piece. We're making sure that we're providing coaches, athletes, administration, anybody that touches our athletes with quality health education. Okay, and then the performance science piece is, you know, the technology, the testing, the management of stress over time. That's kind of what our department does right now. For your roughly nearly a decade working in this field, from your time as a student athlete, as a baseball player, you were coaching football, then you were at West Virginia, Baylor, and now at Penn State. How has it evolved in just the last decade with new technology emerging every day? Oh, it's amazing. You know, I think back to the time, uh, you know, I was at a Division three school as a student athlete, and we, d- we didn't have anything like this. Um, and then later on in, in graduate school, I think that was, uh, you know, around 2009, 10, somewhere through there, you started seeing some wearables start to come over to the United States. And um, since then, it's exploded. You know, we have tech technology, we have ways, tools to measure anything that you can imagine, whether it's in the weight room, on the field, um, you know, we can do a lot of neat things. And I think the biggest thing, I think, if you think from a principle-based perspective, things have changed in the way that we think about training athletes we're not just you know shotgun approaching you know Mm -hmm. uh, training the athletes we're being very targeted what does the athlete need over his or her career and then finding ways to uh, intertwine that throughout their experience as they develop and I'm sure there are a lot of head coaches going back over 40 years that they became so well-rounded and good at their job that they could have a feel for it but now there's data basically there's data to back every single decision, every single movement, so you can maximize everything the student athlete does, because especially at a place like Penn State, their time requirements are so structured. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're you're exactly right. And I think you talk about some of those coaches that have been in the game for so long. You know, I think that's the most, uh, that's the, the my, my favorite part of the job is mm-hmm. being able to be around them and to study their habits and practices. It's, you, you never, 
uh, sleep on a soldier that's been in the game for a long time. You never yeah. sleep on an old soldier because there's a reason he's around. And some of those coaches that have been in the game for a long time, you know, they have great, great lessons to teach. And a lot of times they've been doing some really amazing things. Now you kind of talk about learning from them, supplementing potentially some different things that they're doing, um, not changing. We're not trying to do that. We're just trying to supplement and be, you know, be a part of the program. But we've learned so much from some of those coaches here, and um, we have some amazing coaches here at Penn State. When you have an athletic department that has 31 varsity sports, how do you find a way to take care of all the student athletes and assist all their needs while still being effective at what you do? Yeah, and the tough question. I wish we could do more. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love student athletes. I love coaches, and I love being around them. And I can echo that for, for John. Um, but, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing for us is we try to act as a, a consultancy mm-hmm. um, and being able to be there as we, we need. We use education as a major platform to push different content out. Um, you know, in, in all reality, we're, we're not at every single practice. We're not at every single game across all sports, um, but we just try to make sure that we support teams. You know, we're present whenever we have opportunity to come speak to a team or be engaged with a coaching staff at a meeting. Uh, we want to leave little nuggets that maybe uh, can take and leave. You know, another thing, too, that's really intriguing for us is we're in staff meetings and we get to learn from different sports. And a lot of sports, you learn lessons from one that can be impactful in another sport. So just kind of being aware, having feel across the athletic department, that's been the biggest thing for us. How much are you learning every day with everything that's evolving? I've grown more as a professional and as a person the past six months um, since I've been here than I have in the past 10 years. Um, you know, I think the, the, the pace that we work at here, um, the level of talent that is here in both the student athletes and the coaches, you know, they demand high level, um, things. And I think here we have the platform, we're Penn state, what an amazing place to be. And we have the resources to do so. We have the interest, um, from coaches and athletes, and it just pushes us to grow. So what got you into it, Josh? What got you interested in working with student athletes in the current capacity that you have? Yeah, you know, I, I think it, it goes way back to when I was growing up. My dad was a coach. Um, both of my family, um, my mom and dad were both educators. Um, and, you know, just growing up in that sense, I always studied coaches. I knew I always wanted to be in athletics. And, you know, I think going back to that, just always finding ways to get better. And coming from a small town, you know, you had to find ways to develop. And I think that athlete development area has always been an interest to me. And then coming from Division three, moving into the weight room, it's all about development. That's really um, what, what I'm passionate about. On a day-to-day basis, what are some of the things that you do yep. for fans who may not understand at home? Yeah, so my position here, um, I, I'm probably um, half administrator, half sports science, half um, you know operator. Uh, John is unbelievable. I've mentioned him mm-hmm. a couple of times now. Without him, our department doesn't move forward. He handles all the day-to-day testing, all the monitoring, the management of data. But for me personally, I'm going to be bouncing around to some different uh, coaching meetings, staff meetings, administration meetings, working on contracts, talking to companies, working with our internship program. You know, throughout the day, I try to get out on campus as well and talk to different stakeholders that may have interest in our program. We're just trying to grow our program so that we can bring young talent in uh, to develop them, get them integrated with different sports, and then at the end of the day, try to push them out to be 
you know, great health practitioners and sports scientists out in the field. Well, we're sitting in your office right now, and I can see, I'm guessing, these are some of your interns out yes, here sir. working yes, right sir. now. You can never have enough help, right? And with the, the kinesiology department at Penn State and so many talented students, this is a valuable place for them to grow as well. Yeah, you know, it's I always wanted to, you know, build an intern program here. I and mean, one of the first conversations I had was with Coach Rose from women's volleyball, and he mentioned some of the contacts in kinesiology, and that w- helped us out exponentially. Mm-hmm. Um, through Coach, we went over there, talked to some different people um, in, the, in that department, and we got some amazing young talent over here, kids that want to go into physical therapy. Some people want to go into sports science. Others want to be in strength conditioning. So we do have a, a strong, um, strong group of uh, kids out here that are really um, going to be successful when they leave here. Nice little facility you got too now. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a, you know, when I first came here um, last fall, they had just opened this. Yep. You know, what a facility. You know, I think you, that speaks highly to uh, people that have shown interest in this department, have give, given you know, what an amazing place. And we're, we really see the benefits from it here. So what are some of the things you can do in this facility and on campus to help the student athletes? Yeah. Well, first I'll say that we're a very mobile unit. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we want to try to test athletes in an organic setting. We don't want to add things to their plate. If you look at the physiological response of the body, no matter what we do, our body sees stress as stress. It doesn't matter if it's physical, mental, social, whatever it is. So we don't want to add things to the athlete because that's going to add to their plate. So we try to put our testing in a training session, in a practice. So we are very mobile in that sense. Here in the lab, however, we do have athletes come in here and we can test if we're returning to play from an injury Um, working on long-term testing over time or just monitoring. But uh, some of the systems that we have, we use um, force plates in here. We have two different types of force plates across campus, but basically our force plate will measure power output. We can look at symmetries from right side to left side. We can actually profile the type of athlete in regard to the, the force that they produce. Are they more of a strength athlete or more, or are they more of a power athlete? And then we can kind of direct training Um, From that sense, we have units that measure backside strength. So symmetry from right to left on the backside of our body where the majority of our power exists. That's called a Nord board. Um, A lot of our field-based sports that run a lot, we're going to Nord board test them. Um, And then we have a lot of different types of wearables across campus. You know, we utilize Catapult GPS. Our athletes will actually um, wear a small wearable uh, between their shoulder blades, mm-hmm. you know, it may be mounted on a, a Nike dry fit or a sports bra, even a, a set of shoulder pads. Um, and basically that m- measures how much distance they've traveled in different velocity zones during an event, practice, training, or a game. Um, you know, we're going to use a lot of different systems like that. But at the end of the day, super blessed. Our lab here is is immaculate, and we're fortunate to be here. How do you categorize the data that comes in and make sure you don't just accumulate data and information, but you're using it and making it useful with what you collect? Right. I think from from that sense, we always think about things as big picture as opposed to small data sets. So what is the, the foundational uh, principles behind what we're trying to do? We don't necessarily look at one metric. We look at an accumulation of a lot of metrics. You know, it's sometimes not one factor that's causing an issue, but if we start to see multiple red flags come up across different data points, that's when an issue sees. So we always try to also think about things from the student athlete. You know, people first. 
And if we can keep that in mind, it drives what we're seeing in the data and helps us pull that out. How well-rounded do you try to educate your athletes? There's a lot going on in an athlete's life, especially a college athlete. So how how do you get them, because you're not going to be there with them all the time. Coaches right. aren't going to be with them all the time. How do you get them to the spot where they are putting themselves in the position to succeed even when they're not around those other people on campus and the resources yeah. they have. Yeah, you know, this is going to show a lot of my personal bias, but education, especially as it relates to improving performance on and off the field and, and overall lifestyle is the most valuable thing that mm -hmm. I think I can do in a, in a given day. If we can share content with an athlete to be able to change or reinforce a behavior, that will impact them for many, many walks of life. Um, but education here, we're going to do a lot of things um, from showing up at a practice or a training session and having a brief two to five minute little team talk um, in a very um, non-threatening situation. We're not having a, a lot of PowerPoints, fancy team talks like that. It's in the corner of a weight room after a lift with the music still on and we're talking about sleep or your bedroom or how to travel, recovery tights, whatever it may be. Um, then we're going to always follow up on social media. We do a lot with social media because it's a second touch. You know, for us personally, if we can get multiple touches to athletes, they're going to see that content and it's going to reinforce change. So on a given day, if we give a team talk, let's say yesterday we gave the team talk to a couple different teams, we follow up right on social media that night, then hopefully that athlete may be scrolling through Twitter and then they see that exact same lesson two times in one day. How receptive are the Penn State athletes to your message and what's it like to work with them? They're incredible. You know, I think if you just look at the the uh, the disposition of the student athletes here, they're extremely gifted on the field, mm -hmm. on the court, on the ice. They're also very well educated. You know, they're they're very um, motivated to to learn. They're going to be great professionals. So that type of person is really, really receptive to what we're doing. And I'll tell you what, too, Brian, they ask really hard questions. And I think that's really motivating for us to have answers. Um, but our, our student athletes here are second to none. Can you give me, looking back at maybe a conversation you had this week or sometime last week, an example of a conversation you had with, with a student athlete? Yeah, you know, we, we talk a lot about sleep. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes sleep, it's... It's uh, in today's world where we're always looking at the, the fancy things, the fancy technology, the fancy methods. Sleep is so impactful on performance, and it's free. It's something that we can all do. It's something that we all need. Uh, but not to get too specific, but we'll have athletes come in, and we'll just talk about setting up a bedroom. What's mm -hmm. the best way that I can set up my dorm room, uh, my bedroom at my apartment, to maximize my recovery? We talk about light is there light coming in? We talk about temperature. What's the overall temperature of your room? Ideally, we'd like it from 65 to 68 degrees to encourage recovery. You know, we, we just talk about those conversations, and we just talk real, real life things um, without, uh, without being threatening to the athlete. As we go into, and we're into the spring sports seasons now, baseball, softball, golf, lacrosse, what are some of the sports specific things you're doing this time of year for those teams? Yeah. So spring sports are interesting, especially in this, uh, this area yeah. of the country, because you're going <laughs> to combat weather. A little different weather. than Baylor, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit different than Texas where we, uh, you know, you have a little bit different, uh, um, climate down there, but up here we're, we're going to potentially have some weather delays. Mm -hmm. You may have to travel, you may have to combat, um, different things that you don't in other parts of the country, but we still got to compete. Yeah. We still got to win at the end of the day. 
um, all the fancy things aside, you still have to win and you have to compete. Uh, so all we talk about is having a plan. You know, if I have a plan, whatever it may be, it may be a travel plan. It may be a recovery plan. It may be a mental plan um, to handle the stress of a week. If I have a plan, I can adjust. And I think large scale picture of everything, that's what we're really talking about. Most recently with spring break coming up, a lot of these teams uh, off season traveling away, we're talking about how to stay safe, how to make smart decisions as we're away from campus. Our in-season teams also are on spring break, too, because they don't have class. So we're talking about how to maximize that time for them as well. And when you say you're talking to them, this is, a. I think, the cool thing about Penn State is it's collaborative. It's not just yourself. It's the athletic trainers, the nutritionists. It's a whole collaborative effort to put the student-athletes in the best position to succeed. Oh, my goodness. You know, we'll look at the sports performance unit. You know, Charmel Green, she's she's in charge of our department. She does an amazing job providing support to us. You know, we have professionals in nutrition, Kayla Martin, you know, sports psychology, Carl Olson. Everybody across the board is unbelievable. You know, athletic training. We're all talking the same mission. And I think that's the really neat thing is collaborating. Um, and just the overall support from up top with Sandy Barber. It's been amazing. From an entire department perspective aside, in just your your lab and in sports science, what's next? Where does it go? Where does it continue to evolve? Yeah. Well, I think it's going to continue getting more specific to giving athletes exactly what they need. You know, we're going to continue getting data in, um, information in on what's occurring with individual athletes. And then it'll be our responsibility to continue to uh, deliver training toward their needs. Uh, personally, what I want to continue to see happen is I want to uh, see us find ways to connect even better with athletes and coaches. What's the best way to disseminate information? We get a lot of cool, cool data from what we're collecting every single day, but how do we impact change? That's what I want to see happen. What is some of the coolest data that you guys can bring in? Wow. Wow. Well, personally, just being kind of from a coaching background, mm -hmm. I like on-field data. Yeah. So I think a lot of our GPS data is interesting because it paints a picture about the movement of an athlete. Uh, a big project that John's working on right now, John Fleury, is our force play data. Mm -hmm. So looking at profiling an athlete's power uh, signature and what they, how they produce power or force into the ground, I think that's really intriguing. Um, it can get complex. You know, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm probably the weakest link of our chain in our department. John's doing amazing work, um, and some of our interns are bringing some amazing things to the table. But um, we all have our own data sets, and it's really pretty cool deal. This is the, the type of podcast where we can do a, a general talk today. I feel like if we sat here and we went to go basketball, football, we could sit here for an hour or two on, on each sport. Just I know from working with baseball, all the track man stuff and all the different yeah. rotational stuff that they're doing with pitches over there. There's so many different aspects for every yeah. sport that, that data can measure and that there are so many gifted people within the department that, oh, yeah. that have their hands on that as well. Oh, yeah. If you look across our, you know, across the athletic department, and, and I mentioned we're very much a, a, a consultant across, mm -hmm. you know, how can we help? How can we add? We don't necessarily manage the systems across the sport. Yeah. So the people you're talking about, the Jake Stones over at baseball that runs all their track man and on-field data with, you know, the Rapsodo and their pitching lab, you know, Greg Miskinis and, and Rian Davis over at basketball now using Catapult, all of our field sports, strength conditioning staffs, Matt Dorn, everybody like that that are managing those systems, they're brilliant. 
they also they have a they have an understanding a working understanding of their systems that they use but they also have an intricate understanding of how they train their athlete how they recover their athlete and the on the field demands so going back to your point what i learn every day i learn something new every single day and we're just super blessed to be here well josh i learned a lot doing this yeah. we appreciate the time and we're definitely going to catch up again in the future i yeah, appreciate it, brian thanks for having us on here josh nelson with us here our guest on let's go state the official podcast of penn state athletics if you like what you heard here today make sure you hit that subscribe button we'll talk to you next time let's go state the official podcast of penn state athletics